do we want to bum 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 I was singing um you know I'm gonna keep our intro from this one. I have to now, right? No. I wanna be a man, man cub. That one. I was singing that in the shower this episode. I wanna be a man cub! I wanna be a man cub. Hello all and welcome back to Popular Apocrypha, the show where we take characters and do what we want because we can and nobody told us not to. I'm Nick. I'm a man cub. I'm Riley. <laughs> He's a man cub, Riley. I'm anti-man cub, Tyler. Yikes. Um, so an anti? You know, matter and, dar- and like anti-matter? <laughs> yeah. That's you and me. Is an anti-man cub... Woman just... cub? No. No, because an anti-man is not a woman. What is an anti-man? It's an anti-man. It doesn't make like, sense. Like, what do you want? Like, I don't know what I, you want. Sometimes I feel like women are anti-men. I feel like I'm an anti-man. Oh. Because I'm anti-myself and I'm a man. Interesting. Mm. You okay, right? I'm confused. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was gonna, I was thinking about starting this episode with, uh, oh, oh, I'm Court Jester Nick, and then decided it might just get a little, um, little too off the rails. I would be, what's below a squire? An anti-man, an anti-man. <laughs> Nothing. Boy. Peasant. Uh, what's, uh, boy. Peasant? Boy. Okay, so if it goes, does it go peasant then boy, or boy then peasant? That's a good question. What, what is your, is that up down or down up? How about uh, Tyler, just what do you want to be? I'm, whatever is be below boy. <laughs> I, I want to be Infant. a... Shopkeep. Shopkeeper. I want to be the innkeep. <laughs> Ooh, can I be a traveling bard? Sure, by all means. I have no idea how I'm going to cut this you up and do, post. You can do whatever you want I'll to do. do it, this is your life. Um, hey, but today we're talking about King Arthur. That's cool. <gasps> yeah. The King Arthur of legend. <gasps> Wasn't legend. he a real person, Nick? Let's talk about that. That's a different podcast. No, that's a, that's a YouTube show called oh. The Mythical Morning. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You guys are chill, though. If you want to come hang out with us, that'd be neat. Um, before we get started, though, uh, if you want to see anything else of ours, you can go over and hit us up on the social medias at Twitter and Instagram, Poppapoc Podcast, at P-O-P-A-P-O-C Podcast. Uh, you can also check out our website at P-O-P-A-P-O-C.com. And if you want to uh, hear more of our stuff, you can head over to the Patreon. There are different levels there where we have cool things yeah, that Tyler tier, will tell you more about later. Tier one is just armpit sounds. Just, and some... Well, now I have to go change that. One one yearly tasteful nude from Chaboy. No, yearly? You've tried to say yearly, that uh, on so many different things, uh, and I'm going to keep shooting you down. Uh, tier two is uh, monthly, tier three is weekly, and tier four is daily. I think... That's a different Patreon. <laughs> I think we would do better if uh, we threatened people with your nudes. And <laughs> At tier one, you will get nudes. <laughs> yeah, tier one, you get them daily. Hourly. Tier two, it's every other week. And if you pay really high amount, then right. we don't send you anything. Maybe we won't send you anything. It's in, it's in like the fine print at the bottom. No, it's not. It is. They're lying to you. Listen to me. I set it up. I no, know what you're talking about. No, Tyler. He's no fun. <laughs> but Nick, if you do Nick want to fun. subscribe to Nick's lewd Patreon, you can go to Nick Lewd. Uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dibs. Oh, yeah, voice crack and dibs. There's another oh, Twitter here we go. I'm going to go get it right now. <laughs> Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Nick That's so good. A lewd. I might just have to change my actual name to that. Can you? I'm really proud of myself. Can you hire a photographer named Ian? And then I'll just be Nickelodeon. Are you okay? <laughs> God. King well, Arthur. Uh, yeah, King Arthur. So, um, King Arthur, 
is uh, he was a king that was alive during the late 5th and early 6th centuries. Uh, he is known for his um, fighting of the Saxon hordes trying to invade England. There's a big asterisk around this one uh, because we don't do real characters or real people typically in our show. But the thing about King Arthur is it is debated by historians whether he was real or not. Um, a lot of this debate comes from the legends surrounding King Arthur. A lot of them could be real, but even more of them have to deal with magic, mythical creatures, magic swords, his court wizard, Merlin, uh, his wife who was a witch, his his knights of his round table who often wielded magic swords and stuff. So the reality behind King Arthur is is in question. And there are so many legends about King Arthur from so many different sources that it actually takes away the ability to have one canon. There's actually no recognized canon for King Arthur because of how many different sources there are and how many different ways his story goes from all of these sources. The, the King Arthur that I grew up knowing and loving, however, comes from, it was literally just a book called Tales of King Arthur that my father handed down to me. As if he's dead. He's not. He's still around somewhere, disappointed in me. Didn't have to explain that. Um, he, he gave it to me and it describes that Arthur came to rule after, as a boy, pulling Excalibur, his magic sword, from the stone. There were many knights trying to do this. He, he came to possession of the sword during a large festival around the castle at the time. Uh, the king was on his way out, and it was said that the next person to, or the person who could pull Excalibur from the stone was destined to be king. Classic sword in the stone. Classic. There's even a Disney movie about it. Classic. Um, night after night after night tried, but failed too. Um, and then when nobody, he thought nobody was looking, young Squire Arthur walks up to the stone and with little effort, pulls out the sword. Immediately, the rest of the knights kneel down and claim him king, and he takes his rightful place as king, starting then, actually. So the old king was still alive when Arthur took over? Yep, the old king was still alive, and he stepped down. However, other versions of the story state that the king was dead. Some of them state that, uh, like I said, the different origins, uh, Arthur was born into it. Some of them state that Arthur was given Excalibur Excalibur from the Lady of the Lake. See, that's the one that I'm more familiar with. Yep. So uh, the Lady of the Lake nearby gives Arthur his sword Excalibur after he has already taken control of the throne. Um, so that's that's another that's another fun one. Uh, one of the again mythical or magical uh, people that make it really difficult to determine whether Arthur was an actual king or not. In some legends, I read that the Lady of the Lake was a witch. Sometimes she was this like celestial creature. Mm-hmm. A Sometimes witch. <laughs> she was um, she was a mermaid, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes she was all of the above. Yeah, and, and more. So. There, there are all kinds of stories about the Lady of yeah. the Lake. She's, she was actually one of my favorite, a witch made like, celestial, like supporting characters <laughs> that can turn into a mermaid. Yeah, yeah. right. It's I perfect. Witch made. She's witch awesome. Made. Witch made celestial. Witch made a celestial witch made. No, no, witch made. Tyler. Her name is <laughs> Tanya. Tanya. She makes a killer spaghetti. Uh, we have, are we talking about her today too? Yeah, we're talking about Tanya today. Welcome to a different podcast. <laughs> Sweet. Um. So another another big factor in King Arthur's rule, and one of the legends about him is his round table. Uh, most kings during the 5th and 6th century had uh, their their court, and if they had a, a, a feast table there, it would be one long squared or a rectangular table. The king would sit at the, at the end of the table. Head. Yeah, the, the head, head, thank you, and uh, showing their position above the rest of the table. And sitting next to the king were often his, his either his queen or his first hand or his captains or something like that. And so it was very much a the rich and the high power at one side of the table and the poor and the less authoritative at the other end of the table. Well, King Arthur changed that. Uh, he had a round table. 
So he and all of the people at the table were supposedly equals. Um, at his right hand did sit Lancelot, his best friend, um, knight, and his, uh, his his right-hand man, essentially. His eventual wife-stealer. Yep. And his eventual wife-stealer. <laughs> getting to that, because at his left hand sat his wife, Guinevere. <laughs> so there are, a few, there are multiple different stories around Guinevere, but since we're not talking about her, we don't have to get into those today. Um, across from King Arthur at the table sat his, his court wizard, Merlin, right? His court wizard, best friend, and a trusted, trusted... Words are so hard today. Confidant. That's advisor. it. Yeah, that, that, the, the second word, advisor, his trusted advisor. Just, and so, just point at me next time. And I I'll... will. I'll let, you, I'll let you words for me. So with that, there, there's a lot to unpack and, and deal with here, especially if we just want to, if we want to just stick with Arthur, we can. Uh, if we want to talk about some of the other different myths and legends surrounding Arthur, we can. If we want to change a couple things about this Arthur, we can. But like I said, with the zero canon to Arthur, it's kind of hard to be like, uh, well, since the story takes this turn, we should do this, you know? Is it is it Tyler questions time? Yes, please. Okay, so first question. <laughs> is it Riley suggestions time? <laughs> no, minute, no. In a minute. Tyler uh, question okay, time question comes time first. Yeah, usually first. the format is intro, Tyler question, then Riley suggestions. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, way to spell it out. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Followed by bad jokes and then the end of the podcast. Yep. Yeah, um, those are the, so, the headers in my in my uh, script here. Uh, you, you say there's no particular canon, but thematically across the stories, yes. are there at least a few like standout things that... Um, or like notable mention um, narratives, uh, stories about King Arthur that should be brought up? Um, some like common threads are he wields Excalibur. His wife was a witch, no longer is. Um, was a witch. He has Merlin at his side and Lancelot, who, who actually came later on. The story of Lancelot doesn't, didn't appear until the 12th century. Because before Lancelot, there was a dude, I'm trying to remember his name. Do you know who I'm talking about? Like, like, as his, like, right hand, are or at least you, you're not in one about of the Guinevere, stories. Are you? No, no, like a knight. In one of the stories, Gwaine. Uh, Gwaine, yes, Gwaine. There was Gwaine before there was Lancelot. And then Lancelot was the younger, beautiful one. Are you thinking Galahad? No, it's Gwaine. That's what I'm thinking of. At least in, in one of, again, the stories that I read. Oh, yeah, so the there's case. Galahad, Gwaine, Percival, Key, right, right. Bedivere, Gareth, uh, Bedivere. Lamorak, Bors, Garrus, Geriant, Tristan, Mordred. I was going to ask I about... Mordred was his dad. No. My dad. So, <laughs> Mordred, I believe, at least according to some stories, is the son, I believe, of a Morgan Le Fay. And I wanted to ask if um, you had anything to say about King Arthur and Morgan Le Fay's feud. Was born between the result of incest of Arthur and his half-sister, Morgaways. That's, that's who I'm talking about. There's Mordred for you. <laughs> That's there's, not... there's a lot more. I haven't even finished this whole thing, but there's a lot of knights around his round table. Whereas in the hit t- BBC TV show Merlin, <gasps> that incest, not a thing, but they do have conflict. Morgan Le Fay is also a witch in many, yes. many of the stories. And they're yes. uh, half siblings or full siblings. I'm not, depending on the story. And like that's like one of the larger narratives that I'm aware of is their, you know, te- like their conflict because He's the king of the of the realm, but she's a very powerful sorceress. That king of the that Britons. like, depending on which story you, you look at, like blames him for her father's death, their father's death, wants the throne for herself, and thinks that she'll be a better ruler, and so instills Mordred to 
into like gets Mordred into the the circle, the round table, in order to like infiltrate it and bring it down from the inside. Like the, I know that that's one of the just from what I'm aware of, that's one of the larger narratives is the tent, the conflict, the tension between Morgan Le Fay, the sorceress, and and uh, and Arthur. But also in other stories, it's Merlin and Morgan Le Fay that have the conflict, and then Arthur's like just grouped in with Merlin because. They're like BFFs. Yeah. So best friends forever and ever. Yeah, they have so, matching tattoos. Amen. Yes. <laughs> you were gonna get to the whole Lancelot uh cheating. Oh hey, yeah. So in one of the stories, um, the down there are multiple stories about Arthur's death or him leaving. One of in one of them, Lancelot and Guinevere have a little fling. Guinevere cheats on Arthur with Lancelot, which drives him essentially to run charge into battle. And die in battle against Lancelot. No, 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 no. Oh, he 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 tells Lancelot to go take a long walk off a short dock and then charges into battle and dies huh. against the Saxons. Oh, right, right. I forgot that that's like the overarching narrative over everything. Yeah, that like that's yeah. the conflict that's yeah. constantly happening. Yes, um, and he fights so many different magical beings in this fight against the Saxons, who, right. who weren't magical. However, Saxon and Viking culture are very similar. And so there might be some ties in there. Kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, it all gets... It, it's all muddied. Because you in... have the Anglos and the Saxons and, and the then the, the Norsemen and the Vikings. And like, depending... I mean, depending on where, when and where you start, mm-hmm. geographically and timeline-wise, it's... I mean... It, dude, it's... You got some people that are, yeah. you know, having, having kids with these people and it all gets real blurry real quick. It's about as clear as mud. Eventually, they become generally the Anglo-Saxons. And in history, not in the fictional literature. I mean that also but <laughs> all right i think we should probably move on to what are we gonna do with this so my suggestion riley's suggestion corner yep yep uh hello welcome all to riley's suggestion corner can you talk more like mr rogers i would never uh, be able to do him justice now he sounds like tom hanks so i'm excited for that movie it looks too. amazing i saw um, the trailer for it yesterday sue my suggestion is king arthur is the first attempt at propaganda warfare against the saxons you don't actually have to have a king arthur if you make everyone believe there's a king arthur uncle sam coming to fight you medieval uncle sam right so that's one idea okay the other idea is that king arthur is a i was really sold on the first idea i can't think of the second (laughs) idea (laughs) the second idea is that they are cyber knights from the future. Okay, so we got option A. Like Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> option A, there may or may not be a King Arthur yeah, because yeah. of propaganda. Yeah. Option B, they're Terminators. Or option C, yeah. the one more option, is um, there was an Arthur. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe the, there was there was supposed to be a King Arthur. Mm-hmm. And the Lady of the Lake was supposed to give the sword to King Arthur. Mm-hmm. But when she, in some stories, chucks it out of the lake, what if she kills the person? And <laughs> He catches it with his chest. Yep. <laughs> And what if they have to just grab some rando and say, congrats, you're king now because you look similar. It's like a Prince Popper kind of thing Mm -hmm. in that, except one of them dies immediately. Mm -hmm. um, I thought you were going to go weekend at Bernie's route. Or that. (laughs) But they have to prop him up. So that's option D. That's option D. (laughs) That's what Merlin and Guinevere have to do. Oh, my God. I don't Um, don't know. Real quick, for those out of the loop, one of the stories on how Arthur gets Excalibur is he's given it by the Lady of the Lake. In some instances, she hands it to him, and others, she just throws it at him. Right, like, and he, like, catches it. Yeah, and he, it. Ca- he catches it. And... But what if he 
Ca- what caught he, it <laughs> with his chest. Yeah, what if he caught blade it point, first. point first, yeah. <laughs> and then what if they just had to go up to this random peasant dude that looked kind of like that guy? Yeah, and they like, just gave him Excalibur. And, and they, they, they're like, here's the sword. Sorry, it still hasn't been cleaned yet. Yeah, right. Um, just tell him you killed a Cyclops You're king back. now, but this is Merlin, and you're not actually going to have any say in anything, and he's going to be telling you what to do. Kick will bite. So that's option C. Four four great options. Mm-hmm. I love all of them. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Nick? What if we combine option one and option four? Could we throw a little option two in there to just spice things up? What, future death nights? Future death nights. What about instead of raising people from the dead, it's like raising people from the future. Like bringing them from the future into the past. Dude, how much of a trip would that be? I mean, we've, we have lots of stories in all kinds of literature and all kinds of film and other media about, like, raising people from the dead, right? But mm-hmm. not as much about, like, what if somebody had, like, the, this magical ability to, like, suck people into the past? Like, what if a group of, like, Navy SEALs was sucked into the past, yeah. told, you're <laughs> stuck here, you can't go back, it's yeah. not possible. Now learn but... how to use swords. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like a knight's tale. Yeah, kind of. Isn't that kind of the, the point is um the man is sucked... Back in time. In Nightsdale? Yeah. Not that I remember. Isn't that what it was? Mm-mm. Who, which, I thought that was, no, that's, it's a different book. Excuse me, I'm, I'm a, a, a hooligan. Spoilers, in Merlin, uh, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Really great TV show. The very last scene of the entire series mm-hmm. is, um, so there's been this big battle between Arthur and Morgan Le Fay. Mm-hmm. And like Morgan, uh, I don't have to, I don't remember. Uh, Arthur gets like fatally wounded and he's like dying, right? And Merlin like turn like puts him in stasis or something of some kind or something like that, and then it like pans off to these trees, and then it pans off in a different direction, and it's modern day, and you see Merlin walking down the street, back to back pans. Yeah. Whoa. And and you see Merlin walking down the street in like modern day England as a bus passes by with like, and he he looks like a home just like a homeless dude, um, with like a pack on and stuff, um, and so that's like the last scene is like. Is he still alive in modern day? What? What? Crazy. Anyway, so I think it'd be, I I mean, I'm down to try to combine every single idea. It'd be tough. I mean, combining the whole, like, the Prince Popper narrative of there's the the intended prophetic dude that caught it point first. Right. And then this random dude made king. And then they had to sell it, right? They had to turn him into the propaganda that would turn the Saxons, you know, Okay, so we're going to. I, I want. Let's. We're going to smash together uh, suggestions one, three, and four. Wait, what was four? Uh, so four was that they get another random dude to be. Wait, then what was three? Three was Arthur catches the sword with his chest. I thought that was the same. Is that is that just idea. one? I thought I was under the impression that was no. Like Arthur, Arthur dies. Yeah. Point first. Yeah. And then they need an Arthur because yeah. it's it's like I'm imagining the the whole the full pitch yeah. kind of connected with what, what right. Riley was saying with idea, option A uh-huh. is that imagine that maybe Merlin right yep. has proven himself to be this like wise magical sorcerer with like futuristic like uh, for, foretelling abilities and prophetic abilities. In and reality, stuff. he's just got a handful of glitter. He just throws it around. Yeah, pocket sand. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, shiny pocket sand. And he says. Uh, like maybe like 20 years ago or so, he said, and on the, this moon on this day and this year, there shall be a boy and he shall raise up and be the king to defeat the enemy. Jesus? Sure. Um, so Jesus slash Arthur. Yeah. Same 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 difference. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Arthur, uh, uh, there's this kid that's born. It's, it, it fits all the markings and signs that Merlin, um, had said. Got a 
birthmark on his left sure. butt cheek. We can, like, yeah. Um, his entire, both butt cheeks are just one birthmark. One giant yeah. birthmark. Yeah, whatever. Should probably get that looked at. Uh, I mean, whatever. You don't have to. Um, it's your life. So Boy it, in the past. It does, whatever the signs are, which we can talk about, <laughs> unless it's just both cheeks are a birthmark. Um, he fits all the criteria. He's like sent off with like this ceremony to mm-hmm. the Lady of the Lake on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like part of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then she throws the sword out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's just Merlin in disguise. <laughs> throws the sword out of the water and, <laughs> and, so and kills Arthur. Like he's like, I'm imagining this prophetic Arthur kid yeah. is like a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Like has no idea what's going on. Or, or like thinks that he's all that or something, right? Mm. Catches the sword point first in the chest. Yeah. He's dead. Merlin's like, oh crap. Prophecy, I have an image to maintain. Goes to like a nearby hut. Is like, uh, find, or finds like an orphan boy. Is like, hey, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Here's a sword. Right. Do what I tell okay. you. So I love. That's, that's I, the pitch. I love that the lady of the lake is Merlin in disguise. <laughs> I want to say that. So rewind for a second. We got to start at the beginning. Arthur Pendragon is born. Right. And he is told from birth, you are destined to be the great king of England. And when you're old enough, you will receive Excalibur from the Lady of the Lake and take your rightful place on the throne. Right? The day Arthur turns 16. Sure. Whatever. Merlin sends him to the lake and says, go out and say this magic phrase and the Lady of the Lake will will give you Excalibur. Merlin knows that there's no Lady of the Lake and that Excalibur is just a regular sword. But he's gonna, he's gonna, he's trying to I mean, convince himself. Ma- and... He's still a wizard, right? Right. He just isn't actually a prophet. So maybe the sword is magical. We, we maybe okay, that, so, that could be left so up for. We'll, we'll determine that later, maybe. Uh, Merlin goes and tries to polymorph into a mermaid, but only gets his bottom half the mermaid. So his upper half still looks like an old man. <laughs> and he's swimming around in the water. Um, Arthur assumes that his beard is just the long hair of the mermaid. And Merlin doesn't want to get too close because he's worried that Arthur will recognize him. So he just throws the sword. The sword spirals through the air, and Arthur goes to catch it, but misses and takes the, the point to the chest. He's bleeding out on the beach. Merlin comes swimming up, half Merlin, half mermaid. Tries to polymorph back, but only gets it half right, so he's still got f- flippers on. Uh, walks up and apologizes to... Not apologizes, but it's like, oh no, King Arthur. Arthur dies. Merlin doesn't want to go back to the castle without Arthur, so he's concerned. And he's, he's walking and thinking of a plan while he's walking through the village. Out of his hut walks Arthur Henwagon. Can it be like Uther or something? Uther, like, Boother Henwagon. Boother Henwagon. And he wait, can it be Barfer. Yeah, Barfer, Barfer Henwagon. Barfer Henwagon. Um, good old country boy, just going to Barfer. And he he looks a little bit like Arthur, right? But not like enough to be like a perfect pass off. Mm-hmm. So was like, ah, we can make this work. And he 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 convinces Barfer Henwagon to come back to the castle and pretend to be Arthur Pendragon. But he says, on the way, we got to shave your head. Okay, why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> so, uh, Arthur Pendragon is blonde. Oh, but... Barfer Henwagon has brown hair. Red hair. Red hair. <gasps> He's Scottish. He's a Scottish boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board already. So... <laughs> I knew you would be. <laughs> He's a Scottish boy. What? You want to shave my head? <laughs> so, he convinces him to <laughs> head. You did. But he can't change the fact that he has his sweet accent. <laughs> well, I mean, I would imagine that Merlin's, like, constantly, like, if... At some point, he'll get him in the castle and yeah. whatnot, and like, yeah. and then he'll start like trying to train him. It'll yeah. be like a full on like My Fair Lady moment, except instead of My Fair Lady, it's um, it's like trying to teach this my dirty like, boy, rough peasant boy, yeah, of how to be a king. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, I kind of just to go back a little bit, but I want to go to Barfer here in a little bit. Um, Barfer, Barfer. 
I kind of want everyone. To, I don't want magic to be real. Like, I kind of want Merlin to be a sham, like a con uh, totally. man. Totally, total so just con man. Instead 100%. of transforming into a mermaid, maybe he 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 goes to the lake before uh, before Arthur gets there. Yeah, and like puts on like a really crappy costume. Like it's a bad trash, just yeah. a trash costume. And uh, and and he like looks at maybe his reflection in the water and is like, oh, this is bad. Oh, this is so he work. just jumps in the water to like like make himself look more something like ethereal or yeah. something right he's got such a long beard that he can like pull it up over his head <laughs> and like tie it into a ponytail and then he's got like a, a rig set up what's almost like the one man band thing where if he like sw- swishes his arm it makes like the plastic kind of like oh, make the thunder noises and stuff and then uh arthur's getting too close and he's like yes um um d- just take the sword and then just throws it and it is like <laughs> i like to think that he's tied his beard up over his head but then he just appears with only his nose out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Like, like gets his eyes and nose out of the water, but no more, and just throws the sword. <laughs> just he like, he, he here. finds whatever he can to make himself look more feminine, yeah. and it's just, it's it's rough. It's just not working it's for not him. Working. The, the makeup he put on is, like, going in the water, like, <laughs> Yeah, whatever whatever and... kind of makeup there would be. Yeah. yeah. He figured, berries. He figures just put yeah. berries just, under ba- just streaks yeah. of, like, red berries. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur sees it from the shore. He's like, oh, my God, she's so mystical. She's letting an oar out into the water. No, it's just the, it's just his makeup coming yeah. off. The baddies. <laughs> so I, I want Merlin to be a sham. Okay. Okay. I'm so on board. At least for Merlin, no magic or like there is no magic in the world. There is no magic in the world. Okay. But along with the whole um, propaganda, they've been circling, circulating the, the idea of Excalibur being a magic sword. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. Because there has to be a reason Arthur Pendragon takes the throne. Right. And Merlin can, can like puppet from the background, but psych, Arthur's dead, yep. and now it's Barfer. Yep, Barfer, Barfer handwagon, Barfer handwagon, Barfer handwagon. Maybe, maybe Barfer is the only one magic in this world, <laughs> or that would be really funny. Barfer watches it go down, like he's he's just on the shore oh, fishing. He's there? Yeah, he's, he's hanging out fishing, and he he he's hanging out the whole time, and he sees Merlin get in the water. Sees him throw the sword and sees Arthur die. Imagine he's like sitting on the shore, like he's got like a fishing rod by his foot, uh-huh. and like just like uh, underneath his foot hooked up and just fishing. And then he's just sitting there like eating something, watching the whole <laughs> thing go down. He's got some of the berries that, that Merlin yeah. was using for makeup. and He's just chowing down. And then the sword comes flying out, hits Arthur, nails him to the ground. Barfer panics, runs over to Arthur, is freaking out, pulls a sword out of Arthur's chest. And then Merlin walks up and is like, uh... Congratulations! You've you've pulled the stone the the sword from the, the stone cold body. You are the king. <laughs> Barfer just goes along for the ride because he's just a chill cat. Like, all right, yeah, I'm sure. Gonna, uh, Why not? I think let's make him an orphan. Okay, it'll just be easier that way yeah. for us and for him. Yeah, frankly. he was just trying to catch dinner because that way also no one will necessarily like be as able to recognize that it's him. Right. Compared to like Arthur or whatever. Right. And, yeah. But they do. They have a slightly uncanny resemblance, but not too much. And the hair—that's that's a—that's a, that's a no go. And that's yep. They're shaving. They're shaving. <laughs> so his head. they shave his head. And, and take him back. And Emberlin passes it off as when he gripped the sword, it it uh, shorn all the hair from his body. It was so powerful it was that so it powerful. blew his hair off. Have you ever heard of nuclear power? <laughs> <laughs> Ripped his hair right out. <laughs> right out. Just crazy. <laughs> What if Merlin? Uh, sorry, I maybe we're talking a lot. About we're talking Merlin. about a lot about Merlin. We're, just, we're setting up the background. Yeah, we gotta it have be, some it would information. It'd be funny if Merlin was actually a time traveler from like modern day that had gone back to yeah. like try to make himself into Merlin right. from the stories. Oh man! And he's he's a time traveler who thought that his cell phone would work in the past, not thinking about cell towers. <laughs> Goes back 
and there's nothing. It's just a light up. It's just a light up block at this point. <laughs> so he can still nice. he can still amaze people with the screen and how it turns on and off. How can he charge it? It's not but gonna like for for all he has to do is convince them for a little while that he's a, a wizard, and then while, he while he, a thinks quick, of, he he turns on the flashlight for about half a second, turns yeah. it off, turns off the phone, and puts it away. He brings a pack of cards with him. It's a new thing from the future. I don't know if I actually like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. <laughs> it's kind of boom. Card I, just, I just wanted to be a sham, an absolute silly man. Was this your card? <laughs> Okay, he does yes. that. He's yeah, not from I feel the like future. he already knows how to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's... So cards are cards are a thing back then, then, or at least the cup, cup yeah, and the ball. Cup oh, cup and ball is that? Well, you know that those, those kinds of he's, things. He's a he's a scam artist. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh yeah. One hundred percent. The biggest. But I want something to set Bar- Barfer apart. Like other than just the fact that oh he's not Arthur and yeah. still going I mean, through the same he adventures. Also has, he he just, also has a buttload of dirt on Merlin. He does. Like he does. He's got a lot of a lot of a lot of dirt on Merlin. On our boy Merle. It would be kind of funny if he was magical, but not in like the like magical fighting or magical sword kinds of ways, but like magical and like like uh like kind of like card magic, but a little bit more advanced maybe kinds of things. What like, if he's just stupid lucky, and people yeah, and people yeah, think he's yeah, he's that's, magical? That's where I'm going. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's so, he's he's got luck on his side. Just just the dumbest luck, being at yeah. the right place at the right time. Yeah. So he's got he just for maybe and maybe so maybe magic doesn't exist in the world maybe it used to but it doesn't anymore right we don't know it, it's not around i mean well, if this is our world merlin that we, definitely doesn't have it with if, if, if it's one of our worlds you know like with other characters that we've created then probably does yeah. or has exists, had magic but, but merlin does not merlin, merlin doesn't, doesn't not. have it that kingdom does not nope it's not around. um but what if like what if uh what if shaggy bent down upon <laughs> barfer's uh birth and was like kisses for you i bless you <laughs> with plus seven luck extra stupid luck just the dumbest luck so i mean shaggy always watches over him right it's always right place right time kind of stuff though right it's never like like oh man he won the jackpot at the casino because that's not a not a thing i was kidding about shaggy but it would be kind of cool if it was like a god or goddess like that, shaggy? that was like the, but the, but that like their whole thing that at least during the time of quote-unquote king arthur right Barfer hand, hand wagon, right. uh, is like all that they do is just watch over Barfer. That's well, all that they do. I mean, and they just tip the scales every time that they want. Part of King Arthur's code of chivalry was that all of his knights had to be like very involved in the church, like the Christian church. It was it was the Catholic at the time. It was, it was a Catholic church. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's now the church of a Celtic god that like watches over him. Shag Shagay. Shagay. Sh- okay. <laughs> Maybe he's into the Cthulhu stuff. Oh, that'd be that'd be pretty rad. Like Eldritch. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he he, he That'd be pretty cool. He uh bows he'd to be driven mad. Yog Slothoth. Uh, I mean probably. I mean, yeah, he'd be driven mad. <laughs> I, I think, And but not for a long time. I think Barfer just has incredible luck. Right. And I I think it's just his inherent magical trait in this world. Okay, so okay. He just, so Barfer is stupid lucky. How smart is Barfer? I don't think he's not that bright. No, I oh see, I, I want you want him to make be, him really smart. No, I don't want him to be really no smart. <laughs> average smart. I want him to be like more observant and right. patient on a scale of Nick to Riley. How smart? That's not much to work with, Nick. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's like from one to two. <laughs> I mean, in Which percentages, that's a big jump, but um, it's all one hundred percent jump, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. But <laughs> magic. <laughs> no, I, I think that it's like he's not necessarily crazy smart or or stupid. I, it, not not either way. Okay. He's, he's average intelligence. So right? his intelligence plays but plays nothing. Maybe because this. of his like growing up. Maybe be, 
and like tied with his grown up as an orphan or whatever. Um, he's learned to be like more observant smart. and street smart and patient. Okay. And, with, and he withholds from making an action until he feels confident in his understanding of a situation. Maybe his the round table is his idea. Yeah, so, sure. So Barford grows up a, an orphan, right? So he right. sees the street side of things, and he's not huge on the whole hierarchy sort of situation. Ooh, yeah. Nope. Okay. So maybe he comes in. He comes in, and, and, and all of his knights are fellow orphans. Ooh. Yes. Uh, so Merlin, Merlin convinces him, convinces him, quote unquote, to come pretend to be Arthur. But he's like, I'll do so. And, but he's also got, he's got dirt on Merlin, right? Right. So th- he goes, I've got all this dirt on you. I'll do it under these conditions. One, we have a round table. Nobody's above anybody else. Two. You don't sit at the table. Yeah, I, I can do whatever I want. You don't get to sit there. You're my advisor, and Three. that's it. We will be serving goldfish for every meal. <laughs> Pudding cups. Pudding cups at every single meal. Okay. Tapioca, chocolate, vanilla, banana, oh. whatever anybody wants. One more thing. So Arthur was like 16, 17. Can, can Barber be like 12? Oh, I was going to say in his 30s. Oh, I was thinking the opposite. Oh, like you want to be younger. younger. Like, and and Merlin, Merlin just has to be like... A 16-year-old leaves the castle. He comes back with a, tw- a bald 12-year-old. <laughs> She's like, what did you do? The, the, the sword made him young. He has eternal it, youth. It granted him four more years. <laughs> just, and took his hair. It's just Merlin like having to make up excuses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> Panic mode. <laughs> okay. Sweet. So he, he, they get to the castle, mm-hmm. and they. I, I'm imagining they, they don't really spend a lot of time. They, they get in, shut the doors, and... Merlin gives him somewhat of a makeover and puts him in, you know, Arthur's clothes right. and stuff. So it's got to be a quick makeover and just like a crash course tutorial on, right. on King Before Etiquette. they have to like go to the hall yeah, and right. like preside over whatever. Right. And I think that that might be where uh, Barford starts making his demands. It's like, no, 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 no. King Etiquette? No way. Like, there's no way I'm going to stand. We're going to have a round table. Anybody can come talk. Anybody can this. Uh, me and my boys are going to go have beers afterwards and it's going to be chill. Can I add in? Yeah. Can I add in a potentially really <laughs> awkward yes. thing? Uh, I mean, let me let me throw it out there. Okay. And if you truly like think that it's a bad yep. narrative decision, yep. then fine. You got to present it to the board before so, it'll, it'll, it'll come. Arthur was the um, uh, son of the of the old king who who was stepping down right then, uh-huh. like that, 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 keeping that more or less the same at least according to some stories. Yes. And uh, Arthur had a sister named uh morgan and oh no um like in many of the stories and i'm imagining that barfer uh get develops a pretty significant crush on morgan Yikes. but morgan thinks that he's her brother <laughs> oh but it's not going to go anywhere because barfer's smarter than that is he so yeah he's not dumb he's just at- let's just make it a giant <laughs> friends episode where <laughs> Barfer eventually falls for Morgan, this and then more of like Morgan a, pretends to die, like and then becomes Guinevere. <laughs> becomes this, Guinevere. This isn't friends. This is days of our lives. Come on. <laughs> what if Morgan I mean, fakes her own death, <laughs> comes back as Guinevere? I mean, what if what if eventually, like, if this is like a show or a, you know, novel or whatever, like, what if they become friends first? Like the like br- brother sister is what she's thinking, but to him it's like we're just becoming friends. I, I kind of right? wanted to to know that this is bum, not bum, Arthur, da, 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 right? Da, 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 so da, da, da. then he confides in her that I'm not Arthur. Like after they've gotten close, after yeah. they become friends, he confides in her. Well, and she's like, ah, yeah, no, shit. I know you're not Arthur. <laughs> I mean, we can go through, uh, like, finish the narrative, but I, I kind of picture in this world, Merlin and every other person other than Barfer, the knights, and Morgan are. Dumb. 
I like, do not yeah. understand. That I, this so is I guess he is. Maybe uh, more, he's above average intelligence in that context. Then I don't think Merlin's that dumb because he's managed to pull all this off. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not the smartest, but I don't think he's he's like Merlin. He's charismatic. Yeah, yeah. Merlin's okay. like Doofenshmirtz. He's not smart. He's charismatic. <laughs> he's like Doofenshmirtz yeah. from Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Okay. Very intelligent. Not super street smart. Yeah. Not really good with his plans. Okay. Moderately so, charismatic then. <laughs> Um, All right, so, so what I was going to say was that they, they become close friends, very close friends over like a period of years. Um, and then, uh, um, and then he confides in her that, um, I'm, I'm not Arthur. My name is Barfer. Uh, my last I'm, name's Henwagon. I'm Barfer Henwagon. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a peasant boy. And, uh, Merlin through his own fault, um, killed Arthur yeah. and, um, on, on accident, but if, I mean, it was, it was, his, it, was his, it was definitely his fault. It was, um, it was super his fault. <laughs> and I saw the entire thing. It was really bad. And, uh, he saw me and we kind of look alike and he said that I was going to be Arthur. And so I, I'm sorry that your brother's dead, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not your brother. And then either she's like, yeah, no, duh. And then like <laughs> takes it out on him and they become like enemies no shit, or idiot. with what Riley was saying before, like she maybe this like this is a, years later like when they're both older like maybe then she does like fake her death and come back as Guinevere because maybe she too is also not super stupid like she and Barfer and Merlin are the only three that aren't totally dumb in like in the the court in the kingdom or in that area so and, like Lancelot and the rest of the oh the, totally stupid just I mean still, just still boys from still boys from the orphanage yeah. or whatever still the boys from the hood yeah but uh but compared to the, everything goes compared to Barfer they're all right. yeah, they're it's all dead. just just yeah. not 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 sitting yeah. they're not planners or okay. thinkers definitely or not thinkers. really even doers just they're just they're just boys they're just boys <laughs> they're just boys from the hood the round boys yeah the round boys okay. <laughs> So Arthur and his round so, boys. Uh, two options there. I don't know what we like I mean, better. Either they could develop a romance through this like convoluted like uh, you know they become friends and then he confesses and she's like um, uh, I have feelings for you. I knew this all along, sort of thing. Or um, she didn't know when, when and he tells her that he's not Arthur and she gets angry and like blames him right. for her brother's death and then they become enemies or so, like two very different but both pretty compelling or they have an on, on again off again relationship and then oh, she both. leaves and then you're uh, saying at that the altar instead of saying guinevere he says morgan that's friends and then, <laughs> that's still just friends oh that's oh sorry i thought that was a totally See, i thought idea. that i thought that you're gonna go with like or it's both where she has feelings for him yeah but she also still blames him for her brother's death right but somebody gives her an offer as like a fashion consultant in another country so or, she's ready to leave, but he goes and gets stop. her at the, or Merlin at the dragon board. Or, or Merlin finds out that uh, Barfer told Morgan. Mm-hmm. And then in order to keep it a secret, Mer- no, Merlin like uh, has to take her out of public view. And so uh, like um, sets up this narrative. Shapes her that, head too. No, that like sets up this narrative <laughs> that like. Uh, like kind of his thing. <laughs> she's out again, like to kill Arthur. And like he sets up the narrative that they're enemies, okay. even though really they want to be together. <gasps> Interesting. Merlin's the illustrator of all of it. Propaganda boy. He he is the propaganda machine. So uh, we, I dig it. That that that. So Barfer. Uh huh. He is now quote unquote King Arthur. He's not uh-huh. actually it's yes. Barfer Henwagen. Right. Uh, after like a number of years, they're older now. They're like I don't know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, whatever. Uh, con- sixteen. I don't Old know. Old enough for kisses. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know when that is. <laughs> uh, well, twelve, thirteen in September. Uh, I'd like her twenty-one. To, I'd like her to know first that he's not her brother before she starts falling <laughs> for him. Right. No. 
So what? I, so, so if we go for the they have she that like they have like feelings for each other, I'd like to think that she found out a while ago, right. but hasn't has decided not to break his cover um, because nice because once she found out, then I mean they were so close and they were still friends and they like grew even closer. Maybe and, when they brought him back to the castle. Everyone, everything was fine. Like Merlin was in the clear, scotch, like scotch tape, clear, free. And then walking down the hall, taking Barford to his room, is like, and then to your room. And then as he rounds the corner, Morgan's right there and like sees Barford, and it's like it's the the Spider Man meme where they both point fingers at each other, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Morgan points it and like, who's that? And then uh, Barford goes like, I'm Arthur. And then Merlin's well, I'm like, about, I'm Barford. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he says Arthur because he's trying to keep the cover. Yeah, and then Merlin. Gets all wide-eyed because then Morgan goes like, no, you're not. And then he like runs them both in a right. room and then is like, listen, here's what happened. And then he tells her a lie Okay. that Arthur died defending Barfer or whatever. And he elected him the next king. Uh, Arthur chose Barfer. Yeah. Okay. As Make the next king. noble and dramatic. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. Da, 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 da. and then years later. So that way she knows it's not okay. her brother. So, so but there's a. So, Okay. And that's and they're the only two that because they're not going to talk to Merlin about all of this stuff going on. So they're the only two that really are confidants in one another, which would strengthen their bond over time. And, yep. Um, but then eventually, what he confesses isn't that my name's Barfer because she already knows, but um, uh, is that uh, what Merlin said is Mer- a lie. Merlin killed more, er, Mer- Arthur. Merlin killed your brother. Yeah. And then she goes to like confront <laughs> Merlin. Merlin. Murked your brother. Yeah, maybe so hard. Absolutely <laughs> decimated him. Something that. Yeah, in the Scottish accent. Wrecked him, damn near killed him. What I would love to happen is like something where like Morgan also is like... Also like dressing up like witches. Morgan is... I don't really get it. Just a weird guy. Just a weird dude. She's fired up. Morgan is super fired up uh, angry. Uh, and she goes to like kill Merlin. Uh, and, an attempt on the king's mage. Right. And I'm imagining... An enemy of the king. He escapes. And like like she's chasing him out of the castle. <laughs> Glitter at the ground. Glitter ah! <laughs> Just slaps her and runs. <laughs> like... <laughs> Does does a, starts doing magic trick like what's behind your ear yeah. and then just smacks her with the other hand. It's, it's like you know the, the discombobulate move where yeah. you slap the both her ears. Boom. Maybe it's that. It's like what's this? Wham! So uh, that, does he say what he does as he does it? Just <laughs> bodily, bodily. <laughs> so he does that, and she's like stunned. Why do I love Merlin so much? He's such a dirt such bag, a but I love him. So he's running, and she like recovers and is chasing him and yeah. chases him out of the castle. And that's while he's out of the castle, he starts spreading the propaganda that um, she made an attempt on. Arthur's life oh. and, and maybe also his life, yeah. like their lives. Yeah. Um, the and which the witch tried to the kill the throne us. from the rightful heir. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. So she doesn't, uh, so he, he doesn't really know how uh, Morgan, uh, Merlin doesn't really know how Morgan knows um, or why she's trying to kill him or like, or how she knows about her brother's death. Right. Um, maybe she, maybe he just thinks that she's crazy and maybe he actually does think that she wants the throne. Okay. So she goes back to Arthur. Right. And she's like, Merlin's spreading this about me. I need to leave. I have to go. I have to leave. And Arthur's like, nah, it's chill. We can take care of this. And then they shave her head. <laughs> uh, I've been here once before. They shave her head, fake her death. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, fake I guess. her death. Uh, so, uh, so so with the shaving the head, but like more. So mm. like they shave her head and they like. And her it, eyebrows. Um, like her entire face. Oh my God. Eye, uh, eyelashes, everything. Maybe and like. Take all of her skin. Take, I don't know. They find like um some like some black like ooze and like uh, create this like dark magic scene in her room with like her, her like there. It's really just poop. 
Yeah, sure. Oh, it's just poop or something. Like comes with a black poop. You should go see a and, doctor. And it looks and they set it up to make it look like she was like trying to do some sort of spell and uh-huh. it like went wrong and Can't, she like, killed okay, she killed herself on candles and like pig's brains splattered right, everywhere. Exactly. And then Arthur's like, All right, you cool? And she's like, like up against the wall, like hanging there, like, Yeah, yeah okay. I'm ready. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's chill, don't worry. I'm ready, I'm ready. And they go uh, he, he goes and gets Merlin, brings her brings him in. Mm-hmm. Uh it takes a while to find him because he's still hiding in the city somewhere, but um, not too long. Uh, and he shows Wolf. he shows Merlin what happened, and Merlin's like, "Oh crap, that's real magic." Oh, oh, oh <laughs> she, oh, she actually tried to kill me. Oh, um, that'd be funny. And then so, and then he's like, like he's out. He, yeah, like, he doesn't want to in, like inspect or investigate or anything. He's yeah. like, he's freaked. Yeah. So he once again leaves because yeah. he's freaked out. And she gets down and is like, "Okay, I need like these things, like uh, something to like dye her hair and change like her facial appearance a little uh-huh, bit." Uh-huh. And she uh, takes the like the. Um, this persona as Guinevere, the uh, like a peasant out in the city, and she's nearby, uh-huh. she, so she doesn't leave and go far away. But she takes the the uh, name Guinevere from then on, um, and ta- and slightly modifies her appearance to make it because Merlin's not that smart compared to like, Barfer and, and her. So yeah. so that they can eventually reunite after enough time has passed, and that can proceed relatively on canon. I mean, at least at the moment, as more Guinevere. Yeah, more 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 Gwena. So, is, more Gwivir. More Gwivir. Does Mer- Merlin initiates the the rumor to protect himself? Exactly. And then finding out that she actually has died. Because we know what what uh, Merlin will do to save face and protect his position. One hundred percent. Yeah. Fake the king. Yeah. And kill the king. Yeah. Fake. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't kill the king on purpose. Uh, yeah. His, okay. his own stupidity is what killed the yeah. king. So then they are able to fake her death merlin gets freaked out assumes that the secret is safe mm-hmm. why does merlin trust arthur to keep the secret this whole time i would imagine that because Ar- if he tells anyone Barfer, he wouldn't be the king anymore Bar- yeah, Barfer is smart enough to like maintain say, to save face around merlin well also and if like, he told anyone he wouldn't be the king anymore exactly so like so, why would why would he tell i think anybody? i think so we said that barfer's got street smarts like he knows a good gig when he's got it yeah especially since he's got the court wizard under his thumb and he knows how to like play off merlin's like uh paranoia and fear and be like yeah. no no i'm we're on the same team here yeah. like i got your back you've got mine and, we're on the yeah. same side and the worst case scenario he can just go, be like oh man it's almost as if i died and came back as another person <laughs> Oh, man, could you imagine what would happen to the person who killed the king? Weird. <laughs> I feel like... Can he, you imagine that, that? Merlin? Merlin? <laughs> I feel like that either comes up all the time or only, like, once every now and then. I like to think that he does it in front of the court. Like, just every <laughs> once in a while, he's like, he's like somebody... He this this His his knights bring in some bandits, right? Mm-hmm. And the bandits have been caught with a Before. plot to kill the king. Oh, okay. And he and he's 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 talking to him. And he goes, oh, man, that's crazy. Could you imagine what would happen if somebody actually killed the king? We'd have to find a new king, wouldn't we, Merlin? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and everybody else is yeah, dumb enough like, that it's like, like, oh, he's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be real bad. That'd be a real shame. Merlin's over there sweating bullets, and yeah. he's just like, man, even the be crazy, ban- Even it? the bandits are like, man, yeah, that would take a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, you're forgiven. <laughs> Get out of here. Just don't do it again. So I, I, I don't want Guinevere to cheat on... Barfer. I agree. Um, there are many versions of how Arthur dies uh, or leaves. My favorite is he goes back, he throws Excalibur back into the lake for the Lady of the Lake, and then just walks in after her and never comes back. That wouldn't happen because he knows that the because Lady he knows of the there's lake no Lady of the Lake. <laughs> <laughs> or what if 
what if he goes back to that lake like when he's old or something yeah. and this like woman comes up out of the water and was like man that was some crazy crap you went through kid <laughs> isn't that nuts <laughs> check it out i got this magic sword <laughs> <laughs> maybe when he is barfer has like a so here's here's like kind of final ending pitch of mm-hmm. things of how things could progress mm-hmm. morgan slash guinevere now guinevere um is now kind of for a number of years has her own life they communicate through like letters and stuff for a number of years um to keep merlin and her distant merlin's already older mm-hmm. and let's say he passes away um and uh he passes away before you know uh Arth- uh barfer or guinevere are uh are like 30 or so and then um they oh wow we met and now i'm she's gonna be my queen and stuff and even though like they know they've known each other for a long time um it's not yikes oh who's this lady they're not they're not related nick it's not yikes it's okay um that's a good thing and and they they get married and it's king queen round table and it's still the war against the saxons right that's still been happening this whole time right and and i'd imagine that barfer because of him because of barfer that they've started just started to gain the upper hand mm-hmm. um like when he and guinevere marry and stuff and then throughout the rest of his life is them they're fi- like finishing that conflict and then i'm um, imagining he gets old he goes to the lake one time mm-hmm. and he's like sitting there he still has excalibur it's just a sword it's like it's just a general sword yeah right with like a little like etching on it that Merlin did for fun. Yeah. Um, Whoever holds this sword will have the power. <laughs> so long the... as he be worthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and he goes to the lake, and this woman comes up out of the lake, and uh, like some sort of conversation of like, I have watched what you have gone through mm-hmm. from your beginnings to your end, mm-hmm. and um, are you ready to rest or something like that? And he says yes or whatever. Um, I'm imagining Guinevere Morgan has already passed away, and uh, she like he hands her the sword. And she sticks it in a rock. Oh, I thought you were going to say she sticks it in him. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's your rest, bitch. <laughs> or the other option is, he goes, no, I am not. And then fights. <laughs> fights her? Fights Why? the lady of the lake. R- rolls initiative. <laughs> I think it would be. That's when the DM's be... eyes go wide. Oh, yeah. you chose to oh. <laughs> fight the lady of the lake. I punch him. I punch him in the mouth. Um, Suddenly a Tarasque. <laughs> I think it would be more meaningful if uh, he handed Excalibur to the lady of the lake, like, and as he's like walking into the lake sort mm-hmm. of thing, like you were saying, she puts it into a massive boulder and um Again, I thought you were gonna say him. No. <laughs> she puts the sword into as a boulder. As he's walking in the lake, she stabs him. Um and then she follows along behind him. And maybe like as they're both about to go underwater, she like puts a hand on his shoulder and they both just sink, like just straight uh, down. Have you seen um the the comic strip of there you see uh, a skeleton in a black robe on a boat paddling through this ocean? And you see another skeleton reach out and go and help me. And the skeleton paddles over and puts his puts his paddle on top of his head and pushes it down and goes, Oop, there you go. You just, hear, <laughs> just see a little thank you. <laughs> I have not seen that. That's kinda how I'm imagining this going down. <laughs> not I like what that. I was imagining, but I not, think not quite. It's Whoop. a very beautiful ending to a strangely comedic story. But ultimately I'm imagining that his reign was one that eventually brought peace to the kingdom. It's it's a it's a analysis of perceived destiny. Um, maybe we can do a callback to Guinevere cheating on on King Arthur. With um, they're all still fairly young, mm-hmm. um, and as so it's like they're they're maybe like mid late forties. And Arthur Arthur does this. He hands over the sword and walks into the lake because he's had. Uh, uh, it's been a tough life. He's stressed out. He's just ready to, to rest. Barfer. Yeah, sorry, Barfer, excuse me. Um, and so then uh, we, we pan back out to life life after Barfer, right? 
and maybe uh, Guinevere and Lancelot aren't lovers, but because of their both of their proximity to Barfer and their and their friendships and, and so the, I was thinking that Guinevere was already passed away. Oh, so but... you were gonna have Guinevere? Die. I was just gonna say that, like the two of them then spend their time mostly together, not as lovers, just as close friends. I mean, they could remarry. Like she is the queen, could marry him and be like, he's the king now. Oh, Lancelot's the king. Get now. over it. Yeah. Or suck it. Murder. I got it. Uh oh. So, Barfer is a legitimate ruler, does a really good job of leading the people, yeah. and his incredible luck helps with that as well. They make great strides in the fight against the Saxons right. and, and all that. Um, so, they, they get to about where they're 40, right? Barfer has lived 30 or so years as a false identity. Uh, Morgan has done that for maybe 20 or so years, lived as a false identity. They decide to, they're at a good place where they can do one last con. Okay. And so Arthur makes a big show of he's tired, he's done, like I've done all the work I can, this this life has been hard, so all of his knights know what's going on, maybe. Um, he intentionally, uh, like one night, he intentionally makes a lot of noise as he's getting out of bed to wake his knights up, uh, walks out to the lake, which I imagine is right by the castle. Not, not too far. Not too far, not enough too where far. you could see it. The knights are gathered around the window, like watching what's happening. They dress Morgan, Morgan up, up as, as the lady, the lady of the, the lake, lake. so that's more believable because he's a better con than 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 Merlin. And Merlin's passed away by now, right? And then does the whole thing where they went out the two days prior, cut a slit in the rock or whatever, right? Um, you know, does the whole show of giving the sword over. They walk out. The lady of the lake sticks in in the in the stone out in the middle of the lake. They go underwater, swim around the it's middle the- island, out the back, pop back up, right? And then as they exit and they leave, maybe either it's something where we could have it either be, um, you know. King Arthur or Barthur is just tired of being king. So what he does is he then is now Lancelot, still working for the court, but still dating Guinevere. But everyone is so dumb that but they everyone's don't, so they dumb that they don't notice. They don't recognize their own king. And then they get a new <laughs> king, and then it goes on normally, or they just leave. But I kind of want, and then it's you know it's one last con. It's a silly way to end it all, but at the end of the day, it's still an analysis. I don't of think the, we need him to be Lancelot. I think it'd be funnier if like. The thing with Lancelot is that Lancelot is just constantly hitting on Guinevere, and Guinevere is not for <laughs> She's it. Like, She's not there for knock it. Knock it. Like, he wouldn't hit on Morgan, because that's, that's oh, that's the king's brother. That's, a, that's weird. Sister, but yeah. Sister, yeah, excuse me, sister. But Guinevere, she's... She's, she's a peasant. Yeah, it's, but I, I, I can hit on her. Guinevere all day. <laughs> oh, and maybe that's what it is. Barfer's just tired of, like, having to fend off Lancelot yeah, all dude, day. Dude, knock it like, off. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's go back to my homeland. And Lancelot's <laughs> dumb enough that, like, he doesn't recognize that, like, telling the king, dude, your wife's so hot, man. Like, man, if only I, your wife is so hot. <laughs> Talks exactly yeah. like that with a, like an almost an American accent. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. like he doesn't. He does, it doesn't click for him. Like, dude, that's super not chill. Not okay. <laughs> Knock it off. Okay, so and uh, I love everything that you said except for one thing: the slit in the rock. Because somebody could just pull that out. What if they get like they um, they figure out how to make this like essentially quick quick dry cement or like quick dry like uh, plaster kind of thing, so they can form it into a rock and have it be mostly still keep it shape and then they put it out there like a week in advance mm-hmm. um and then maybe it like needs heat in, or something in order to finish solidifying so they heat up the sword and when they put it in it like hardens or something well, so, something like that i mean you could also just say that the lady of the lake took the sword i guess i, I kind of want the sword to still be in, oh, there so you in be able, the be stone to see it and tr- and try to pull it out but not be able to right yeah. 
Because okay. the belief. It's all about the belief. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all about the myth. Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, this isn't the real King Arthur. It's not a real Excalibur. Well, none of it's I mean, real. To say yeah. it's the real King Arthur. It's he's the one that actually it's did a, it all. Yeah, it's right. a King Arthur that we know. Right. Maybe it, this is exactly what happened. It's the recognized King Arthur. Right. Oh man. Maybe unlike most of our podcasts where we change things to be just whatever we want canonically, right. maybe we're just uncovering what actually happened. The yeah. Da Vinci Code. Yo, history scholars, hit us up. The Barfer Code. <laughs> the Barfer Barfer Code. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and we got that name 100% correct. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, yeah. it's Barfer Handwagon. Duh. Obviously. Idiots. Duh. Come on. Get on our level, historians. God. So, do we want to... I mean, I, I'm okay with where it's at. I, do we, I, I like it. Do we want to come up with some adventures that Barfer goes on? Oh, I'm, I'm sure... Like one per person? I'm sure some of them are, are kind of like the, the stories that we hear. One of my favorites of all time is when... Um, King Arthur goes up against a an immortal giant, and he tries to kill him, but the magic surrounding the giant is that um, his head can be removed from his body, and he can still live. So he, he challenges the, the giant. Essentially what happens is he challenges the giant to uh, to combat, and the giant just hands him his giant axe. He's like, yo, here, take a swing. If you kill me, you kill me. But then if I live, I get to take a swing at you. And so he takes the giant's huge axe, and he goes for, goes for the head, obviously, chops the giant's head off, and the giant just picks up his head, puts it back on, and goes, all right, now it's my turn. Arthur just books it. <laughs> just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm out of here. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be kind of okay with, like, some magical stuff happening that's not human, mm-hmm. right? That's like, so, like, out in the wilds and the forests and everything, in the, in the water and the sea, there's, like, been reporting reported sightings of, like, magical stuff happening. But as far as, like, humans being able to wield and use magic, no, nah, that's not a thing. Thus, Merlin and Morgan and all of that being a farce a con but then this giant dude i'm totally okay with that because that's great i love that or we could make sense of it somehow i mean we've already stated magic is around it's just not in this kingdom specifically maybe it's a everyone everyone's conning each other it's just a giant kingdom of cons and this giant is actually four dudes standing on top of each other (laughs) and when he cuts the head off the dude just jumps off (laughs) well falls off yeah like falls off acts like he's the head and then (laughs) gets put back on he just he just folds himself to look like a head, and so he talks by opening and close, like oh, yeah, okay. his arms it's a up giant and down. Paper mache. <laughs> so when he cuts the head off, it's yeah. it's more just like cutting through like the cloth and whatever he's like standing on, yeah. like on top of the other dude's head. Yeah. So he just rolls off for a second, and they just pick him up and put him back on. It's just a kingdom <laughs> yes. of cons. I yes, I'm. It's like four dwarves okay. in a trench coat. We, there, yeah. we made we made sense. We made sense of it. Four dwarves <laughs> in a trench coat. It's Although so I don't God. I don't know if they were called dwarves. I don't know. I, yeah, whatever. Right. Or what if it's just four kids? Just four children. <laughs> it makes it so much darker. It'd be funnier. Barfer's in there trying to kill four kids. In he a doesn't kill. know their kids. But, yeah, he, I guess he doesn't realize it, but still, you think maybe the kids just panic, or maybe Barfer hired the kids instead of to make oh, it seem like he fought a so like freaking the, like the giant. The giant Merlin hired the kids. There you go. Okay. Go out and there fight go. the. Yeah, yeah. Go, go out. Yeah. But he tells Slay Barfer, the giant. Yeah, he, he would tell Barfer, okay, all you got to do is this. Just yeah. make sure that you cut right through here and it'll be totally fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Maybe the kids panic and go off script and put the head back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why the. Because they, they don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to just be Slay the giant. Yeah, and right. the kids were like. Okay. Maybe the kids are told that there won't be any real weapons. And oh. then Arthur comes out with his big axe and swings. And so the kid panics, jumps, and. And yeah, the, he, he like yeah. Ju- hops a little bit yeah, on right. off. <laughs> Merlin has no problem killing children. Yeah, right. But Barfer would. Yeah. Barfer, I yeah. imagine that like he he takes the swing. Uh, Bar- Barfer does, but mm-hmm. he knows that it's it's kids. He knows, right? 
and and the kid just like hops a little bit but is scared falls mm-hmm. they that like the two like middle kids or whatever uh take take that kid one arm put him back up yeah, on top right. they catch those, him those are the bigger kids the yeah, head is right. the smallest kid and um so and they catch then, him before he hits the ground uh they leave they they run off instead <laughs> because of the, the the giant kids run off yeah uh, that's funny but this would be all done in public to like promote right. the legend of Barfer like for Merlin's the, game. The child giant walks into town. Oh, and he's also, like, oh, I challenge your king. Right, uh, Merlin definitely has a gambling addiction and places bets against Barfer. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that would be good. He and Lancelot are over in the corner. He's like, Lancelot, dude, I got fifty bucks. I'll take on the it. Giant. I'll take that bet. <laughs> Lancelot, oh, easy, <laughs> dude. Arthur's got these all day. Sorry, Lancelot became a surfer. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, no, he he always has been. <laughs> Lancelot, you idiot, dude. And when Arthur goes down, I get quit. It's gonna be a it's a win, 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 win. I don't know why I bet with you all the time. <laughs> I, I feel like I've I already really hate it. Uh, it's chill, dude. <laughs> I feel like just I've get your money ready, all right, old man. Narrative wise, I don't I don't need any more individual adventures personally i'm i'm very happy with with this um so do we move on to the obvious question who plays them if this was like a movie yeah when we make this movie so first who plays arthur yep the kid that gets killed kid arthur or adult arthur there is oh no you mean arthur, arthur pendragon yes. not barfer i say we arthur pull pendragon. we pull a uh, godzilla movie and we promise a big name actor and then kill them off Ooh, immediately love that mm-hmm. okay so so it's the story of King Arthur, Brad but it's Pitt. actually well, it's supposed to be a kid, kid right? Oh, I mean, or younger? Yeah, just Brad Pitt and makeup. We could also just pull like young Brad Pitt. What if it's young Brad Pitt and um, young Bruce Willis? Is young Bruce Willis is Barfer? <laughs> young look Bruce Willis. Just a, they, when they they're younger, when they're younger, they both look just similar enough that they well, could no Bar- Barfer would be funny if he was played by oh shoot ah Tom Cruise. No, who's the guy in in? Gladiator? Oh, Russell Crowe. Uh, Russell Crowe. Is he the Scottish one? Scottish, Scottish one. In Gladiator? Or what are you thinking of? Braveheart? No. Russell, I Gibson. think Russell Crowe is Scottish. Maybe he is an actor, is I don't know, but Are you thinking you're not thinking of Gerard Butler, are you? I think it's Gerard, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler Scottish. I think but adult. I often Barfer. I often confuse okay those two. I also often so confuse yeah. them. Adult Barfer is Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard Butler. Butler. Yeah. Okay. Gerard Butler and and um Young but we, young Barfer. What if Okay, I think honestly it'd be particularly funny if this was like a one actor play and every single character was played by the same person. But I mean, do you want to make it a compelling story or a comedy? <laughs> yes. Why not? No. Uh, for Hugh a compelling Jackman. story, yeah. No, adult Gerard Butler as as adult uh, Barfer would be great. Who could play a kid? But Gerard I don't know Butler? if Gerard Butler is a very good comedic actor. What about uh, Hugh Jackman? He would he would do a re- honestly this this is I feel like him as adult. Uh, Barfer would be a really yeah, good fit. Yeah, really he'd, he'd do really good at that. He'd he'd be a really good fit for that. He, he he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's he can be very comedic, yeah. but can like he's a very good actor. Yeah, and he can pull off the he can pull off the the, the con man, the con man, yeah, and, yeah. and the, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, who? But but still, who should play the young young Arthur and young Barfer? And I mean, they gotta look somewhat similar, somewhat right? like to an extent. Oh, unless we just be really, really funny don't care. because if we say that Barfer is younger, what would be funny? Is if we did the Hemsworth brothers, the two we, of them. If we did the both of oh, the Hemsworth man, brothers good. as the two characters. I was thinking, what if we did um, Michael Sarah as okay. as as young Barfer, and then um, Michael Sarah grows up to be Hugh Jackman. Who's, oh, that's, who's that's a stretch. I know, <laughs> I know, it's a stretch. But who's the um who's the guy who plays in? I mean, just have a random child actor. Barfer. I, I want to know what Nick was going to uh, say. He plays. He's in Zombieland. He's in The Social Network. He's in. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yep, Eisenberg. 
Because he and Michael Sarah, so Michael Sarah looks like he can grow up into Jesse Eisenberg, uh, who then grows kinda. up into someone else. But also Jesse, uh, I mean, well, either one growing up into Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's a stretch. That's, I, that's I guess we got trained Hugh Jackman. Stretch. <laughs> Let's make him two kid I, actors. I'm okay with just saying two as yet undiscovered kid actors. Yeah. So if you would like to star in this film, yeah, come talk to hit us up to to me. I am our talent scout. And then yep. uh, at uh, Prison Wizard, at Prison, Wizard. At Prison Wizard. <laughs> oh, it's or so good. At um, uh, I, I Nickel- also, Nickelodeon. <laughs> I, yep, Nickelodeon. I also have to play um, Merlin though now. No, so. Merlin should be played by me. Patrick Stewart. Uh, I like it but at the same time i can never see patrick stewart as a dumb character he's not dumb here's here's the thing i can't picture patrick stewart playing a weasel of a character and that is what merlin is in my head is he's a weasel like oh very much um what about christopher walken as old merlin oh no wait wait what's oh shoot funny who's the guy in uh red that's the crazy one Oh, Malkovich. Um, Malkovich. John yeah, Malkovich. John Malkovich. Yes. John Malkovich is it. That's it. Like that's, <laughs> that's it. We found it. That's 100%. Oh like, my God. Uh, John Malkovich, if you are somehow, someday, some way listening to this, please. Oh, Christoph Waltz would be good too. I, Christoph Waltz as Arthur's dad, the, the king that steps down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. But John Malkovich. John, John Malkovich is so good. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Have you seen the, the commercial with John Malkovich in it where the entire time all they say is Malkovich? Yeah. And it's all him? Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right, team. Um, Wait, what about Morgan? Morgan Flash Guinevere. Uh, how about... As an adult. Ooh. As an adult, how about... Because um, Undiscovered Child Actor and such. Uh, That's right. She, I guess, probably... They would, oh. Audrey Plaza. Weird. <laughs> Not bad, but weird. Also, Emma Stone. Um, I was going to go with, as an adult, um, the actress, shoot, what is her name, in Black Panther that plays Black Panther's, um, T'Challa's younger sister. Oh. I don't know I know who you're talking about, but I don't know her name. I don't know her name, but she's, honestly, she's a phenomenal actress. I've seen her in a few other things, and she's really good. Um, I think that she'd be great in that. And then we could just say, you know, for young, another child actor, whatever. Who's the girl that played Lucy in um, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe? Wasn't her name something like Bobby or something? No, it was it was a it was a much less common name. Georgie Henley. Georgie, yes. Hey there, Georgie. <laughs> hey there, Georgie. Um, that'd be interesting. We all float down here. I, I my vote is for I don't remember her name, but the the actress from Black Panther that plays T'Challa's younger sister. My contribution is John Malkovich. So, <laughs> as the young, as you you did a very good job. Oh, John, John Malkovich <laughs> plays every character. Okay, if no. if, if, if it's a one man play, it's John Malkovich, hundred percent. Oh man. Uh, but directed by John Krasinski. <laughs> directed by Krasinski. Ooh, I, John Krasinski I would be a good dig. barfer. You're thinking of yeah, Letitia White. Yes, thank you. Right. Yes. Letitia Wright. Uh, I think that she'd be... But um, if Arthur and her are supposed to be siblings, I think that that would, again, follow with the half-sibling storyline really well then. Yeah. Probably. So. Um, I love it. We never got a Lancelot, but I think that's okay. Gerard uh, Butler. Gerard Butler is Lancelot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that would be really funny. Uh, I was thinking Brad Pitt at Lancelot, but oh, see, Jared I was going to go a very good. different route and go with Jonah Hill. Okay, I was going full okay. like like Channing, Channing Tatum or Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but Channing Channing, Channing Tatum, Tatum fits the bill as yeah, far as like he does. He, like, he can play. He can play, he can play the, the douche, the, the dumb but like attractive. Yeah, like dummy thick character. Yeah. It's perfect. Dummy thick. Yeah. 
righteous. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, for listening in to us and spending some time of your week with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to see more of us, you can go check us out again on our social media pages. That's P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we also have a website at popapoc.com. Uh, you can also go check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash popapoc. Uh, boys, usually we have a last words closeout, but tonight I think we need to do an arbitrary change closeout. Arthur, the, so the actual Arthur that dies, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I'm imagining that it's a uh, relatively painless death. It's straight through the heart. Mm-hmm. Like he's pretty much instantly dead. Because yeah. I, I don't want him to suffer because of no. an accident. Because Merlin's so. an But idiot. when he dies, I want him to go like, eh. Okay. Like I want really the Wilhelm scream. The, ah! I, I, okay, Wilhelm scream as it's coming like toward him, like as it's about to hit him, and then he's like instantly yeah. dead. Okay, cool. Okay. I want when Barfer gets shaved, the inherent luck and magic of this universe keeps him bald, just forever, forever. forever. Oh, but his beard gets real big. He gets, gets a crazy beard. Okay. okay. All right. Um. I want... Ooh, that's the only magic item in this universe. Merlin has a magic set of razors. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know they're magic. He doesn't know they're magic. He has magic. no clue what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I want Merlin to have the highest pitched sneeze you've ever heard in your whole life. Like like fairy sneeze? Like... <laughs> or like yeah. my dad sneezes where it's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, it sounds like, like he's... If t- it's John Malkovich... <laughs> I feel, oh, I thought that you were saying instead of sneezing. I thought you just said, oh, my like, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, instead of no. sneezing. That's what I no. thought was happening, too. Yeah. No, it's more like you're sitting in a quiet room, your dad walks in, you don't hear him, and then he sneezes, and then you definitely hear him, and it yeah. sounds like he's dying. Yeah, I think if, if it was John Malkovich, I think it'd be really funny if it was, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I could be confused for something else. Merlin's just in the in, in the, they're in the court. Merlin's standing off to the side, and all of a sudden you hear just like, turns to the oh, side. Oh my god! He's like, oh my god! <laughs> we just looks the, at him. The, the O is definitely like almost a sneeze, yeah. right? It's like oh my god. maybe only only or, only Barfer understands that it's a sneeze, and it just just and everyone else just, is just kind of like yeah, just what was that? He just goes, bless you. <laughs> just <laughs> back to whatever he's doing. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> But if you do want to subscribe to Nick's Lude Patreon, you can go to Nick Lude at (laughs) Nickelodeon. Oh, dibs.